Hello and welcome to the Rise Up SD podcast. Welcome. Here we are. Another Here we day. Are. I know. I know. <laughs> Another day where I haven't had quite enough coffee yet. Not enough coffee, even though it's uh, not. I don't. Morning. I don't want to talk about what time it is. Okay. I require a lot of coffee to function. Okay. Um, I'm right there with you though. So I drink a lot of coffee all day too. Sip, well, I mean, we only coffee. have what three coffee makers in the office at the gym. Yeah. And one, one of the three people who are owners and managers that are here all the time doesn't even drink caffeine. So it's pretty funny. You know what? We need what we need. It's good for your brain. Yeah. Um, so today we, we talked a little bit, we're kind of trying to touch on some different subjects and things and the, um, Our workouts, as you guys have known, doing at home and all these different things have changed from what they typically were. And so there's been a lot of talk about soreness and muscles and strength and all that thing. So we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about here about some basically what the actual science is behind what a lot of people try to, you know, contemplate as lean muscle mass, which we'll get into is not even really a thing. But how do you get that? Right, right. right. So a lot of people and these are questions that we get anyway outside of Rise of SD, just people who are. Um, wanting to understand why their workouts are, um, I was going to say arranged, but it's like music, um, why their workouts are designed and structured the way that they are and, you know, what kind of effects they can, they can expect from the workouts that we do here. Um, and so we get a lot of questions about, um, building up muscle, you know, how to get long muscles versus bulky muscles, lean um, muscles and tone. Right, right, right. So, and these are all valid questions because in this industry, in the fitness industry, these terms are thrown around all the time. You, you could see eight Instagram ads in one day that advertise, you know, here's how to get the long, lean muscles of a dancer or here's how to, you know, tone up your stomach. Or only 15 here's, minutes. Or, right, right, right. So right. we just wanted to talk about, you know, what what are some of the actual truths behind what advertisers are trying to get you to believe and, um, you know, just answer some what, of the, the fair questions the science, about, right. yeah, what's going on. So I think the first thing to touch on is that for the vast majority of people that we see come in, um, they say they want to have like lean muscles or they want to look toned. Is that fair? I would say, I would say the majority, that's yeah. not everyone. Everybody has different fitness goals, they but want, you know, we don't get a lot of bodybuilders in here. So I would say people who come in here typically, or, you know, they want to, people will say things like, I want to tone up. I want definition yeah. in my muscles. Mm-hmm. I want to be strong. You know, the, and these are for, look, we also get a lot of people, which it should always be the number one thing is. I want to be healthy. I want to have more fitness. I want to do that. That's the number one thing we like to do. Right. But But it's totally natural and understandable to have, you know, goals about the way that you look too. Okay. So the number one thing is how do you get lean muscles? Right. There's no lean muscles. Well, there's only lean muscles. There's only lean muscles, not no lean muscles. So it's kind of a weird thing to think about, but you hear this, I want lean muscles or I want lean muscle mass, right? That is a term that is used way too much and is advertised way too much. Lean, of course, being defined as not having fat. Right. So muscle is muscle. All muscle is lean. Correct. Muscle is muscle. Fat is fat. Fat is fat. Muscle is muscle. So what people, most people mean when they say that or what advertisers should be saying is lean body mass. That means the ratio of what is your fat to what is your muscle muscle and there's obviously other tissues and other things in your body but mm-hmm. they look at muscle versus fat ratio because that's what we have a lot of control over we don't have a lot of control over the other kinds of tissues and things in our you know our bone density and bone you know we don't have well a lot. we actually do have well, things we can do to to help increase but assuming you're a healthy individual who works out you're not gonna keep increasing your bone density like you would muscle or 
Actually, that. that's not entirely true. Okay. But we can, we let's can get talk into that about that list. another time. But um, The two things you have the most control over, let's say, that are the important. Are, yes, are, are whether you build or don't build muscle mass, um, build or lose, we could say muscle mass or maintain, and how much fat you have on your body. Right. Um, and, of course, there are too many degrees things that you cannot control about this. Genetics play a huge part in the way that your muscle, or not the way your muscle, the way that your body is composed. You know, just in the same way that genetics determine how tall you're going to be, how short you're going to be, how wide your hips are, you know, how long your femur is relative to your your um, tibia, you know, all of these things do have some dictation, some structural elements that come from your genetics. Yeah. Um, but that being said, what you can do with Training, whether it's cardiovascular strength or both, which of course we recommend a combination of both, is change some of the ratios of muscle mass to fat in your body. Right. And everybody can do that. Um, and so, you know, that's another thing you would like to hear is like you say, is that some people are, you know, positioned to, dispositioned to put on more muscle than others. And we know this very, very clearly with men and women, right? Right. If you do the same program as me, Versus push-ups or whatever, I'm going to put on muscle a lot fatter, a lot more quickly than you. Correct. And that, and that has, has to do, do with, with hormones. A lot of hormones. But yeah. within, even within males and males and females and females, there are genetic differences. But all of us can change our ratio of muscle mass. And I don't say lean muscle mass, but muscle Just mass, muscle mass, muscle mass yeah. to fat. You can change that if you want to. Okay, so there's no such thing as bulky muscles or thin muscles or whatever. There's simply... More muscle, Mus more muscle and less muscle and less muscle. Okay. Mm -hmm. So one thing I want to say is that for women in particular, it's extremely difficult for to a get woman bulky. to get bulky. It really, really doesn't happen. And the women that are big and do look bulky in a sense with muscle, that is someone who has been specifically focused and doing a lot of training to, training specifically to achieve that, achieve that. And a lot of, you know, so if you look at like female bodybuilders or people who are, who are working towards that as a goal, that has to be such a tailored specific program in order to achieve that. That is not the kind of training that you typically would do as a normal person or even, even as an athlete pursuing right. other courses. Right. So the number one thing is there are things you can control and things you cannot control. Right. So, and if it does seem unfair, like, well, it's not fair. Some people put on muscle so easily and they lose fat so easily and they're naturally skinny. It's true. It, it, it isn't fair. There are certain things you can't control. And the first thing you have to do is accept that and go with what you have because what you have is wonderful. Okay. Yeah. From there, the things that you can do, strength training, cardiovascular training can help you to move towards what your goals are for your body. So let's put it there is that for the vast majority of people, 99 plus percent of you, especially women, you're not going to bulk up by picking up weights and doing curls and doing biceps and working on your upper body and working on your arms. That's just Correct. not going to happen. Okay. Let's take a couple examples here because I like to do this. Okay. So if you look at, if you've ever watched an elite runner, the marathon or the marathon or 5k or 10k, and you look at their upper body, okay, they have extremely defined biceps and back muscles and chest muscles and whatever. They do, as a training protocol, because I know how elite runners are trained, very little to no, zero upper body work at all. Right. It doesn't seem to make a lot of sense for somebody who's planning to run a two-hour marathon to spend a significant amount of energy and time doing the heaviest bench right. press. And I can do. tell you what, elite runners, they could care less about what they look like. They care about how fast they are. Right. That's what it is. But 
if you look at them, they look very toned and defined. And that's purely because they have a low body mass. Okay? Right. It benefits them. You can go much faster for much longer the less you have to carry around. Right. Exactly. And so and a, and a natural byproduct of running as much as you have to run in order to be elite is that you really almost can't this seems unfair. You almost can't eat enough to put on the weight you that would slow you down because when you're running at that level you're running so very yeah, much. Yeah, and we're talking about, you know, 100, 100 to 120 miles a week or something like that. Right. Insane. 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 Right. And so the other example is is that if you go to look at the strongest people in the world, Okay, and I'm talking about if you ever seen those like world's strongest man competitions, like you know, Olympic ESPN, weightlifting or Olympic weightlifting, those guys look extremely big and bulky, but they don't look defined or toned at all. And again, this is another group. You might see big muscles on their arms and biceps, but if they take off their shirt, they don't all have six packs. Right. They don't all. You can't see the muscle definition in their legs. And because these are that's those, not a concern no. for the the goal that they're trying to achieve, yeah. which is to lift, lift the most the weight. The most weight possible. Again, mm-hmm. they don't really care what they look like. They are 100% looking for competition on that and there. Right. So they need more muscle mass in order to lift more weight, whereas an elite runner needs extremely high muscle endurance. Right. They need to be able to – because when you're running, you are putting stresses on your muscles. You know, when we do cardiovascular exercise, it is – almost a form of very repetitive, very light strength training, that kind of conditional training. Because every time you take a step, your muscles have to rebound. They have to move. They have to twitch. And those are going to have impacts on your on the way that your muscle fibers are grown and developed. But when you're running, it benefits you to have just enough muscle mass that's very strong and can endure a lot because you don't need to be lifting a ton of weight. You don't need the strength to bench press, you know, or to or to deadlift 400 pounds. Right. Yeah, it's a very different kind of strength, yeah. So my, my so, example that I always like to think of, because I think this is sort of touted as, like, a, a lot of times, you know, I see this in advertising, get a ballerina body, get whatever. And this was also my experience growing up because I did that I, I was a ballet dancer for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And you idealize these beautiful, lean, long bodies and that – you know, the mental health side of that can be really challenging. But in terms of the actual, like, how, how do ballerinas get that way? One, they spend eight hours a day dancing. And the strength and the endurance that they build from that kind of dance, they require it to move them around gracefully, right? To stand on their toes, to do these Well, they do that and they develop these muscles. So they're doing strength training to, a lot. Exactly. And they're not to get do bulky what they need to do. Right. And they're, mm-hmm. the, the amount that they use their legs and the amount of strength in their legs is absolutely insane. And even though they're using it over and over and repetitive, they're not, their legs don't look bulky, right? Right, because they're not, no. you know, that that's not what the way that muscles develop when you use them over and over right. again. Unless, like we said, you're doing a very specific program to lay down a significant right. amount of muscle mass, like, so, a, like a weightlifter. Right. Okay. So let's take one step back. So we, I give those examples. We actually have three examples now. Elite runner, which is kind of similar to a ballerina. They yeah, have less upper body, mm-hmm. a lot of legs, and they're both very lean. Mm-hmm. Those are more, and I'm not saying you necessarily want a running body. Most people want something in the middle. They want to be defined. They want to be toned. They want to have strength. So mm-hmm. strength training is good. Right, it's not going to make it's you very bulk important. Up. It's very mm-hmm. important and it's good for a lot of reasons. We're not talking health reasons like let's not have cardiovascular disease or emotional health. We're simply today talking about 
how it's going to affect the way you look, right? So we know right. there's tons of benefits to there, exercise outside of the way you look. Correct. Okay, so let's Which is very to important us, to say. The most important thing. The most important. This isn't the most important, but it's interesting and we want to give you And this is also, I I think that it's important to address this and talk about this because this is what advertisers are getting at. Advertisers mostly aren't saying, get healthier in 15 minutes. They're saying, get toned in 15 minutes, you know? Okay, so, yeah. So going back. to look past that. Right. So how do you want to have what I would say the majority of people want, which is tone defined and, you know, lean body composition. Well, the one thing is, is do strength training exercise and cardiovascular fitness. Yep. You're going to gain muscle in both, okay? So that's why we do both of those things yes. every time. Don't shy away up. from them. For the vast majority of people, you are not, no matter how much many weights you lift, unless you're doing over two hours of weight training per day, five, six or seven days a week, mm-hmm. you're not going to bulk up to a point where your arms look too big or your back looks too big or your legs look too big. It's just not going to happen. And if you do want to follow that route, if you do want to put on a, a significant amount of muscle, then there are ways to do that, but you're going to want to But that's work, not, yeah. You know, that's, that, that's like working with a professional, getting a plan right, for all these things. Right. So that's so, not, yeah, now we're really addressing here. So one is do the strength training. We're looking at that strength mixed cardiovascular fitness from anywhere from, you know, three to six hours a week of mixed high intensity intervals with strength training, right? That's kind of what and, we and, recommend. You know, and we do some... I only I only want to clarify the high intensity intervals part because that word gets thrown around a lot, the okay. hip training. Some of what we do at Rise Up is HIT training, and some of what we do is longer endurance training. Right. So when you're doing, you know, between seven to nine minutes on a machine that isn't sprints, that's different from Okay, a so class. let's dig it more simply then because that does complicate things. Okay, yeah. you want to do – We could say, talk about this for hours. I know. Three to six hours of exercise per mixed week. Mixed cardio and strength. Mixed cardio and strength per week. Okay, that just simplifies it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Within that – in that amount of time – you're not going to look bulky, right? You're not going to bulk up and have too much muscle to do that, okay? So, and what when we know when you're doing the cardiovascular exercise, that helps you burn calories, which mm-hmm. in turn will change your body composition. If you burn fat and you gain muscle, you will change your body composition and you will have more lean body mass, right? Right. And, of course, having more muscle and and training that muscle will actually help you continue to burn calories because it takes more metabolic energy to maintain muscle right. than it does. Yeah, fat. as your fat increases, right, you will actually burn more calories. You and mean more as your muscle fat, increases? As your muscle increases, yeah. you will actually burn more fat and burn more calories in the same amount of time as you get stronger. In turn, that even helps you change that ratio of how you look, right? Right. So, yeah. So, you know, it's it really is. There are so many things we could talk about, and we definitely will will touch on a few more things um, in future podcasts. But getting to understand the facts and getting to the root of especially what the fitness industry will try over and over again right. to tell you about the way that your body is and the way that your body looks, there is no magic ingredient. There is no magical combination exercise that will unlock the most incredible if you do a thousand crunches a day and you do nothing else it will not help to reduce stomach fat right like these are all things that that they try to put out to you and when you you have to come back to the science of how does muscle work how does you know training affect muscle how does cardiovascular exercise you know how, how do all these things work together right and only then is it going to become more clear, you know, why we do the things we do and why. And this might be new you know, to a lot of you guys. So, yeah. So, you know, do that strength training, right? You need to burn, you know, 
calories and do cardiovascular fitness to help change that ratio. And the other thing that I would like to tell people is that you can't target a certain area of your body with a specific exercise of any of any. Yeah, kind, there's right? no there's no way to if spot you, reduce. If you want to spot reduce fat in one place, the the thing is is that you need to overall reduce your body composition, and it will you will you will lose. I know I would be so nice if we could just lose fat on this area on that side of your stomach or the love handles or whatever. But you know, a lot of times when people lose weight, what's the first thing you know, what's the first place you notice in your face? Yeah. In your face. Yeah. Cause you lose it everywhere. Yeah. And that person probably isn't looking in the mirror thinking I need to lose weight in my face, Yeah, but they lose it everywhere. And so just think about if I, if I reduce and I change mm-hmm. my body composition, it's going to be a little bit everywhere. It's going to do everywhere. Right. And even if weight loss isn't your goal or really you're trying not to focus all that much on, what your body looks like. The good thing is overall that the stuff that is the best for your body, for somebody who's not trying to do a specific like athletic endeavor, because it might be different if you're like really going for a swimming championship versus CrossFit or running or something. Right. But for the the person who just wants to say, I work out and I'm staying healthy, the things that you do to work out and stay healthy are actually going to also give you, you know, the physical benefits of quote unquote toning and things like that. So don't, you know, the bottom line is don't worry about it too much. Don't stress about it too much. If you have specific questions, if you have specific concerns about your body and how things will affect it, that's a great conversation to have with the trainer. It's a great conversation to have with your doctor. It's a great conversation to, you know, address with yourself and say, okay, you know, what are the things I really want? But when it comes down to it, it's really very simple. It's very simple. It's doing do that cardio, hard work. Do cardio. Do, do strength. some strength and eat good stuff. Eat good stuff. Yep. Eat good stuff. Yeah. The really, you know, reducing reducing that fat through training and through eating healthy foods is going to be the number one. Thing. Yeah, that is. I mean, we didn't we didn't even really get into eating because we talk we do talk about eating well pretty significantly, but you do need both sides of that yeah. in order to really maintain or start or continue on you know, your, your healthy lifestyle journey and keep your body feeling good. You got it. And truthfully, usually the more healthier your lifestyle is, the more healthy you are, the better you're going to feel. And also the better you're going to look. And it's good that those things go hand in hand. Right. I mean, that makes me happy. Yeah. It would be a real bummer if you felt awesome and the more awesome you felt, the worse you looked. Exactly. Or the more healthy you were, the worse you looked. Right. (laughs) So, but all right. Well, thank you guys. Write in with your questions if you have more of them, but this is kind of a fun topic to address. We'll address some more kind of cool things. And we love busting myths, don't hand. we? I know. Busting there, myths. There's no lean muscle mass. Is it's just a, muscle. <laughs> is there already a show about busting myths? or? Oh, man. Oh, well. All right. All right, guys. Take care. That's kind of a long one, but hopefully we gave you some good information, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye.